Today on episode 104 of the Computer Tutor Podcast, you're going to love this. You know how sometimes you're at a website and you need to print it, and then when you print it, it comes out completely screwed up on the paper? Well, today I'm going to show you how to make any website printer-friendly. And in the Scott's Featured Podcast segment, I'll tell you about Mojo for Running, which is done by a friend of mine who's a running coach here in Tampa. Welcome to another episode of The Computer Tutor, tips, tricks, and advice from a computer pro without all the tech talk. And now, here is your computer tutor, Scott Johnson. Welcome back once again. This is the Computer Tutor Podcast, and as you may already know, I am your personal computer tutor, Scott Johnson. I do computer repair, and something I do a lot of is virus removal. So if your computer is getting all those pop-ups and extra toolbars and all that junk that you just don't know how it got there, well, I can take care of that for you, and I do it all remotely. So if you need help, just give me a call, 727-254-9078, or email me at pctutor at gmail.com. And today's computer tip can be seen at my website at computertutorflorida.com forward slash 104. So let's get started. I want to start off today's topic with an illustration. Let's say you're at a conference for your work, and you're in a big room, and there's probably, there are probably like 1,500 people there, and you're all listening to the person that's speaking, and everything's going along fine, and then at one point the speaker says he'd like to illustrate the point he's trying to make by showing you, the audience, a video. Great, right? Everybody loves videos. Some people are visual learners, so actually seeing something means that your brain can absorb it better than if someone just tells you about it. So he proceeds to show you this video on his phone. He brings up the file, and the video starts playing, and he holds up the phone so that it's facing the crowd. Problem is, there's a room full of 1,500 people, and that phone has a display size of about 4 inches. And it also has a tiny little speaker. So you can't see what's happening in the video, and you can't hear any of the sound. Even the people in the front row can't really figure out what's going on on that tiny little screen. Now let's think about this. Was the phone not working properly? No. phone was functioning perfectly fine. Well, was the problem with your poor vision or your bad hearing? No. In this situation, everything was technically working properly, the problem is that the device being used was not designed for that. Now, if the guy had used a projector and put the video up on a big screen and plugged in the sound system so it sent the audio part to the big speakers in the room, then everyone could have seen and heard what was going on in the video. But that little phone by itself was just not designed for what he was trying to make it do. Well, I used that as an illustration to say this. Sometimes you might be on the internet and you're looking at this great website with some excellent information and pictures and you think, wow, I need to print this. So you send it to the printer and when the paper comes out, it doesn't look anything at all like it did on your computer screen. Is the printer broken? Is your computer broken? No, all, of its, all the equipment is doing exactly what it's supposed to do. The problem is that the website was not designed to be printed on paper. It looks great on your monitor, 
But just like that little phone wasn't really meant to be viewed by 1,500 people in a room, that website you're looking at wasn't built with the idea of putting it on a printed page. Now, some websites have made an option where you can click a button that usually says something like printer-friendly version or something similar, and that usually works on a printer. But what do you do when the website you need to print doesn't have that button? I'm glad you asked. There's a free service that can make just about any website printer-friendly, and that service happens to be appropriately called print-friendly, and you can see it at printfriendly.com. This process is super easy. Here's what you do. When you're looking at the website that you want to print, go up to the address bar at the top that has the actual address for that web page. It might be a really long address uh, if it's like a news article on one of the major websites like Google News or MSN.com or something like that. Anyway, just do one single click on that website address to highlight it and then do a right click on it and choose Copy. Then go to printfriendly.com, and where it says to enter a URL, you just do a right-click and choose Paste. That puts the actual web page address there, and then you can just click the Print Preview button, and that's going to show you what the printed version is going to look like. And as soon as you see that, you'll see it'll look fine when you print it. It'll just be the title of the article and the words in the article. No ads, no toolbars, no Facebook and Twitter logos, no website buttons, all that's gone because you don't need to see any of that on the paper. Then you just click the print button on the top left to send it to your printer. Just like I said, it's really easy. Now before you click the actual print button, you might notice that there are a couple of other options there at the top of that window. You can also click and make that article into a PDF file if you want, if you just want to save it to your computer. Of course, you can also then print that PDF file later on if you want to. And there's also an email button. So when you click on that, you just enter the email address where you want to send it, and then your email address and any message you might want to include, and that article will just be sent off by email. If you want to try this out, just go to news.google.com and just pick out any news story and see how it looks when you print it using this service. I think you're going to like it. And if you find yourself using this all the time, you could get a browser extension. For example, I could have the browser extension installed in Chrome so I can be looking at a web page that I want to print and I don't even have to go back to the printfriendly.com website to print it. I can just click the button that's showing in Chrome. That makes it even easier. You know, I've often said that my goal here on this podcast is to show you something and get the reaction, wow, I didn't know I could do that. So now, whenever you need to print a web page, you know how to do it. And for the past few episodes, I've been using this segment at the end here to talk about a featured podcast. I try to focus on podcasts that most people probably don't know about, that I like to listen to, and that have value for their audience. And the podcast I'm talking about today is called Mojo for Running. It's done by a friend of mine named Debbie Voiles. Debbie is a running coach, and she started a group called Run Tampa about five years ago. I believe it was started just as a group of people who would get together to be able to run in a group. And that group has grown quite a bit. It's up to almost 400 paying members now. And they have t-shirts and weekly group runs and uh, even formal coaching sessions and all kinds of stuff. I joined it about a year ago. And the website is runtampa.com. 
And since Debbie is a running coach, she has a lot of good information to share with people that like to run, especially people that are just starting out. She does a new episode roughly about once a month, sometimes more often, uh, but each episode is about 15 to 20 minutes. Now, if you listen to a few different podcasts, I can tell you up front that this one is going to be different than what you're used to. When it starts, it's just Debbie talking. No intro music, no announcer, no chit-chat, nothing like that. You click play, you get your information, and that's it. You might call it all stuff, no fluff. For me, at first I thought, wow, that's different, because I really didn't know of any other podcast that's like that, but I actually like it. I mean, there's been so many times when I, I see a new podcast that I haven't listened to before, and I play an episode to see what it's like, and then the first five or ten minutes of the show, it's these two guys talking about what they did that past weekend or some other stuff that I have no interest in at all. I didn't click the play button to learn about that thing you ordered on Amazon when you were drunk or the crazy dream you had last week or anything like that. So in the Mojo for Running podcast, it's kind of nice to listen and get exactly what you expect to get. Here's a few minutes from a recent episode, and when I play it, you'll see what I mean. This is from the very start of the episode. Hi, this is Debbie Voiles, coach at Mojo for Running, with episode number 66, Hydration Systems. I love it when Mojo for Running listeners go to the Facebook page and ask questions, because it often brings up topics that are great for future podcast episodes. A few weeks ago, Ray Miller asked about hydration systems, specifically he wanted to know what I recommend for carrying water on long runs. This is an excellent question, because any runner who is going to run more than an hour is going to need to carry water more often than not. Where I live, we're lucky to have a couple of locations where we can go for long runs where there are water kiosks every couple of miles, and that's outstanding because it's really great to not have to carry water with us. However, any time we're running off-road, in the woods, hydration planning is critical. In most cases, you'll need to carry it, and we'll talk about those options in a minute. But the one other option is to leave water drops along your planned route. If you plan your long run through the city or suburbs, you can drive around in your car and leave water drops along the route. One huge benefit of running with a club is that if there are no water fountains along the route, a designated club member will usually put out enough water at various spots for everyone in the group. This is hugely valuable for long runs, and it's one of the big reasons why I recommend everybody belong to a run club. Now, I want to tell you something about Debbie and how tough she is. Each year, the Run Tampa group has a destination race. They'll pick out a marathon at some location, and whoever wants to can train together for that particular race. Now, this year, the race was the San Francisco Marathon. It was just last month. That was July, just a few weeks ago. Some people ran the half marathon. Some people ran the full marathon. And for those of you who aren't familiar, a marathon is 26.2 miles. So Debbie and some others in the group were running the full marathon, and at mile 19, Debbie trips on something and takes a fall right to the asphalt. And when she fell, she broke her right arm. So what does she do? She gets back up and starts running again. She ran the last six miles of the marathon with a broken arm. Pretty amazing. 
Her podcast is available on iTunes, and you can check out the podcast website at mojoforrunning.com. I listen to it on my smartphone, where I have all the podcast subscriptions come in automatically to the Beyond Pod Android app. And if you listen to a podcast or two that's not all that well-known, I'd love to know about it, and maybe I'll feature it right here on this segment. And of course, I always love to hear your comments or questions. Just call my podcast voicemail line at 727-386-9468 or email me, pctutor at gmail.com. And that's going to do it for this week. As always, I'll see you back here next Monday morning with another computer tip. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Computer Tutor Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to contact me with a question, a comment, or a suggestion for a future topic, you're welcome to do so at my website, computertutorflorida.com. And while you're there, sign up for my free Monday morning email newsletter. If you have a computer problem, give me a call at 727-254-9078. In many cases, I can take care of a problem remotely, so it doesn't matter if you're here in Florida, up in Maine, or way out in California. I'd love to help. Thanks again for listening and have a great week. God bless.